Are we recording right now? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> fun. Okay. This voice is Hannah. And this voice is Marissa. Also, would probably am, is, are turned on by it. Hearts Lohowski? Yeah. Of course. Doesn't actually no. make a ton of sense. No. What are you doing? Are you talking to yourself? <gasps> oh my god, I already hate this story. You know what? I'm okay with that. Because I just thought you could like bleed suddenly yeah. at any given moment. <laughs> my erotic fan fiction isn't fucking interesting enough for you. Hello, you're listening to the Tell Us More podcast. All of my jokes are going to be new. I'm just starting out. Mm -hmm. But no, I wasn't nervous on Monday at Dunord because I already know that the religion joke works. I already knew because I already did that yeah. one. Yeah. And yeah, so it's kind of nerve wracking. How many times have I done it? I've done it three times. Tonight will be four. And I'm trying to keep the momentum going, momentum going of trying to do it at least once a week. And then once I have more material kind of under my belt... <clears throat> I want to do it more than once, but I guess I could do it twice with the same joke. Yeah, I don't you know. You don't why. always have to redo a joke. That's true. I put too much pressure on myself. But that's. Cannot, do you want to unpack yeah, that? I don't know if we have time. <laughs> this is only an hour long podcast. I'm trying to think if I have like any fun updates, and I feel like I don't. Like you're just yeah. killing life with your comedy, and I'm like, well, I would like to not live in Elko anymore. This is. I almost just said this without the caveat of it's gonna sound. Wait, what was I gonna say? Oh, this is gonna sound really rude, but now I have to say it since I brought it up. It helps when you have a goal. Yeah, <laughs> I have drive, but I also have very supportive people in my life that like, like I've noticed that like, and maybe it's just because I'm starting out, but other comics they have they've become friends with their comics, but I haven't noticed any friends that aren't comics like be there like, like us that come and right. just hang out. I counted. I had. 20 people come to the corner yeah. bar for me. Yeah, I know. Half the audience was yeah. your friends. Um, and we spread it, we spread ourselves out, which was like perfect. Exactly. So, so it's like it it's pretty cool. And I hope like people still do that. I mean, I don't expect people to do it every single time once I really start getting going mm -hmm. and I know that it's going to come a time where I'm there by myself without yeah. any friends and that's fine. Like hopefully that's the first time I bomb and then I'll just lie to you guys and be like it went great, but I'm actually going to scrap that one. <laughs> I, it went super well. I didn't go off the stage crying yeah, after five no, minutes. Not at all. Not at all. But I'm going to just Mitch Hedberg it and be like, that was dumb. Yeah. And then cry when I get in my car. That's the thing is, I feel like if you acknowledge that it, <laughs> that it like, didn't work. That's, yeah. that's what is funny when the, the people at Corner Bar kept being like, all right, well, you guys hate that joke. Yeah. Like, <laughs> be like, noted. 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 Won't be telling that one again. But yeah. I, that's why I want to make my shirt that says, thanks for the fucking feedback. Right. Because it's just, then I'm like, taking it back no matter what happens I'm just gonna turn around and be like thanks for the fucking feedback because if a yes. joke doesn't work like you're just my fuck you're my guinea pig exactly I'm gonna make so many fans with that statement all my fans just unsubscribed <laughs> all of your fans all my fans just unsubscribed um I was gonna have a comment and I can't remember oh like t-shirts speaking of we I found you know okay, okay I have that uh you know, I have that Capella sweatshirt that I made mm -hmm. that I didn't get at our, like, Capella school store. I got it at this, like, weird, like, online thing that I did thought was the school store. Make your own. Yeah, I kind of did. I did. Did you just Uber prints your own work? No. <laughs> no, I, it's called Prep Sportswear. And, like, it has a bunch of other colleges on it, too. It just happens okay. to have Capella. And I don't think it's sanctioned or whatever, but, like, whatever. The fun, the best part. Copyright. Is that we... On Friday, we realized that we can go in and get t-shirts that say, like, 
Capella women's water polo and like Capella football and like all of these like sports and shit. Yeah, that, that doesn't exist. Clearly don't have Capella women's water polo. Yeah, please get it. Okay, I was debating if I wanted to get that one, but and then we also realized that you can do ones that are like hall monitor. So so the three there were three of us that were doing this, Kaylee and Peyton and I, and we were like, we're gonna get Capella hall monitor shirts That's and just wear them to work and be like. You don't know about the hall monitor program? Like, it's a really great program. That we're <laughs> like, people at work that I'm friends with, like, other than Linda and Sarah, know I'm funny, but I feel like some of them don't know why. So I feel like if I were to wear, <laughs> I feel like if I were to wear a shirt like that, everybody would be like, okay, that's kind of weird. Like, no. okay, like, that's very you, but, like, Linda and Sarah would appreciate yeah. it. But everybody else would be like, oh, okay, Literally we don't have that. Compelling. Women's water polo. I go. I work at an online school, FYI, which is why it's funny. Which is why it doesn't make any sense. Um, but no, I people at at Capella know that. Like I, I bought that sweatshirt the second week of training. Like yeah, I, I literally was like, I'm gonna stay here till I die. Like uh-huh. you can never get me to leave. Well, you um, do fucking love your job. Which I do. Is so I got a promotion. That's what yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. The dream. Yeah. So We're already moving on up. Exactly. I'm very excited about it. I'm trying to think what else has happened. I spent all Friday just like cleaning my house and it was really nice. And then I just like burned some wood for good luck, you know? Yeah. It's And then Love I it. wrote my next three minutes in 20 minutes that Saturday. And I already, I'm, it's pretty much granted a lot of the only like one portion of it was brand new and a lot of it was just like random stuff that I had written down that I just made flow together and then a couple of one-liners because apparently I can do one-liners I didn't think I could but I can the one that you did did you tweet Mm -hmm. that yes okay my tweets I turn I happen to turn into one-liners because you only get 160 characters I just I had heard it before so then I was like did she just steal someone's joke fuck no but no it was because you tweeted it and I I literally my first reaction was like haven't I heard that before and then I was like oh she probably I probably heard it from Marissa's Twitter yeah (laughs) it's like that makes sense I also whenever I think of something like that I tweet it immediately just in case somebody else like because like sometimes you just like with all the religious jokes that were told on the same night Mm -hmm. it's like sometimes you just have the same general idea but I want receipts bitch right and some people steal tweets yeah I was on (laughs) I mean I was on (laughs) it wasn't me that was not directed at me I don't steal tweets I know how to use the retweet button I want to just call him out but I I won't Privately, I highly doubt he's ever gonna listen to the podcast, let alone this episode. But somebody told me he usually hates people after the fourth date. But I already had a joke written like dating is just the process of collecting information until you realize you hate somebody. Yeah. So I'm like, if he ever hears that joke, I I, let it be known that I fucking wrote that joke before (laughs) that statement was made almost a year ago because I have it in my notes in my phone. Yeah. And I also you have the receipts. I bitch. have the receipts, and I also tweeted it before I met him. <laughs> so it's just like I've got the receipts. I don't want anybody that they. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I get inspiration from some dates, but that particular thing was written long before. He's never gonna hear this, but I'm so I don't really care. I just looked at my horoscope, and I don't have anything good. I literally oh. just have pressure in thinking, creativity, spirituality, and self, and trouble with work, social life, sex, and love. Fuck. Yeah, I I just keep having trouble or pressure and sex and love and nothing else. Apparently, I'm going to have a problem with myself on pressure and work on Saturday, trouble with sex and love, trouble with sex and love on Friday, 
Pressure and work on Thursday, trouble and sex and love. Wednesday, trouble and sex and love. Fuck. Tuesday, I'm having luck in sex and love. So maybe that means I'll get laid. I was going to say, you got to make a date for Tuesday. Yeah. Put well, it in the calendar. We'll see. And then, oh, on Monday, I'm going to have a problem with myself, which I do all of the time. So I don't understand why it's going to be any different. But, um, so yeah, that's what I'm prepared for. Not, wow. not, gr- not I a great, skip ahead. No, a great, I, I know, I really wish I didn't. I don't know why. I mean, it makes sense, I guess, if you're like actually going to like, I don't take it as seriously as I feel like you and Britt do. Well, I'm not, just no a, judgment. I just don't like freak out about it. Yeah. I shouldn't look ahead because I'm going to, I freak out about it. Exactly. But I just, I really only look at the sex and love part because I'm a hopeless <laughs> romantic. Because that's all I care about. It's all I care about. And also, besides Tuesday, it's all either pressure or trouble. And I'm like, dope. Also, I know why because I've just already knew that. So it makes sense. <laughs> dope. The thing is it makes sense. It makes sense. What's going on in my current personal love life, yeah. it makes sense. Well, when I was late to work on Friday, and then it said I was having trouble in work, and I was like, ugh, that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that, but I also... You're also like, late a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, I went to Ikea with the girls on Saturday. Yes, how the Swedish meatballs? I... Guess what? I text them and go, in a shocking turn of events, I'm running late. And I literally, they all just started laughing. They're like, okay, well, we're going to do food first. Do you want us to, or how close? Peyton goes, are you close? And I literally went, no. no. <laughs> I was like, just go get it without me. So I didn't eat any of the meatballs. Well, but You can buy fro- a frozen package. From Ikea specifically? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Uh, I will have, well, I figure when I get an apartment, I will have to venture back. Did you just have a small seizure? No, I'm touching my hair. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sometimes I grab my hair from the back because it's so long and so I you, just play you with like it. like your hair pulled from the back? Ooh. Liz, fast forward. Sorry, Mom. Uh, I do. Well, didn't we talk about this last, last night? night? Yeah, we did. Oh, okay. We did, we did, we did. Maybe that's the pressure, quote unquote, it refers to because you feel pressure when you do it. Pressure. Anyway, it's not like I haven't talked about my kinks on this podcast before. My kink is respect. Hell yeah. <laughs> you want that feminist shit. Mm-hmm. Hell my, yeah. My kink and... is feminism. Um, cool. <laughs> my kink is feminism. My kink is title. feminism. I love that. I love that. That's good. Okay, I feel like we've chatted. We've chatted. Um, okay, so it is season two, episode 16, which means Hannah goes first. Let's see. Oh, What okay. are you telling me about? All right. Oh, God. I, I always love when you just start laughing before you even tell me the story. Uh, I have such a stoner laugh, and I'm not even high. <laughs> um... On May 1st, 1982, Brian Joseph McCook pranced out of the womb and into Massachusetts. He attended Massachusetts College of Art and Design, obviously after he grew up a little bit, not as as he was prancing, where he studied video and performance art in the Studio for Interrelated Media program with a minor in psychology, where he first became interested in drag! Okay. You know him better as <laughs> Yekaterina Petrovna Zamolodichikova. Ooh, that was nice. I don't think she Zamolodichikova. AKA Katya. <laughs> yes. So, <clears throat> wait, what's his real name? Brian Joseph McCook. 
Oh, I think I've only ever... I, I knew his name was Brian, but I don't think I've ever heard his full name. <laughs> I had to Google it. Okay, yeah, I'm excited. Um, He created this character in 2006, taking the stage name from a combination of Russian names and one of his favorite gymnasts, Elena Zumolodchikova. When creating his jazz character, McCook stated that he was inspired by female comedians and just funny, interesting women like Tracy Ullman, Maria Bamford, and Amy Sedaris. Yes. Okay, wait. His jazz character? You just said when he created his jazz character. Didn't I say when he created this character in 2006? No, no, no. Keep talking. Taking the stage name from a combination of Russian yeah, names uh-huh. and one of his favorite gymnasts, Elena Zimolodchikova, uh-huh. when creating his drag character. Drag character. You, you said jazz character. Oh. <laughs> Oh, well. And I was like, wait, is he like a jazz queen? I had no idea. A jazz queen. <laughs> okay, um, got the, it. The Russian persona was inspired by a professor he had while studying at the Massachusetts College of Art and Design who, quote-unquote, never left the house without a full face of makeup with six-inch stilettos in wow. the snow. He, however, is not actually Russian. Nope. <laughs> He's Irish. Yep. <laughs> and uh, he actually took several Russian language courses and used a cassette tape called Pronounce It Perfectly to Master the Accent. Yes. Brian is gay, but Katya is bisexual. Oh. oh okay. Yeah. Really creating um, Love it. <clears throat> um, her own person. So, in Boston, he hosted a monthly drag show called... Perestroika at the Jacques Cabaret. Katya became well-known on the local drag scene for performing songs by popular Russian artists, and she also used the, al- the alias Katie Homophobia to perform pop numbers. I love her. What, a, what an interesting name. Katya. <clears throat> so Katya auditioned for RuPaul's Drag Race four times before getting picked in season seven. The use of Katie homophobia ended before that filming began. So I think Katie homophobia is dead. Probably. <clears throat> she won two challenges but was eliminated in episode 11 and finished fifth overall. Her elimination was controversial controversial, because she was a crowd favorite. And on the reunion episode, she was voted Miss Congeniality. And her acceptance speech was, Girls, I love you. But she said that in Russian. If you need me, you know where to find me. The dumpster out back. <laughs> XOXO Katya, a.k.a. the Brooke Hogan of drag, a.k.a. Diarrhea Perlman. <laughs> I love her! The dumpster out back. The dumpster out back. Um, on May 16th, 2016, Katya appeared at the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 8 to crown the next Miss Congeniality, Cynthia Lee Fontaine. Mm. On June 17th, 2016, Katya was announced as one of the cast members on the second season of RuPaul's Drag Race, All Stars, finishing as the runner-up to winner Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh, I didn't realize she was second. I mm-hmm. love Alaska. Do you know who Alaska is? A drag queen. Alaska, she talks like this, and she sounds like you're running, like you're, you know, your frog thing. You, like, run it over. Oh, yeah. Let, like, let me get that. So, well, I'm going to get that. <laughs> I love Alaska. She's fun. This is the frog thing? Yeah. It sounds like that, but in a voice form. I think my friend got this at the state fair and gave it to me for my birthday at the International Bazaar. I love it. I love a, I love a frog. Now I'm going to talk like Alaska. <laughs> there we go. Uh, she has a YouTube channel called We Love Katya with segments including Rugrats, Reflections, Drag 101, and Total Rucall, and irregardlessly, irregardlessly, Trish, which is about a Bostonian hairdresser who lives in a dumpster. <laughs> I love her so much. Uh, Katya, Katya improvises some of her material and also writes with a creative partner, Avi Paula Weinstein. 
In November 2015, Katya appeared on the Christmas Queens album, singing a modified version of the song, 12 Days of Christmas. Katya met Trixie Mattel on RuPaul's Drag Race. In episode two, Trixie chose Katya to join her team. For the main challenge, they had to perform a song for a pre-f- a pre-flight safety video for Glamazonian Airways. <laughs> and this is where their fron- their fron- ship. Their fron- ship. This is where their friend. Fron- you can't fucking do it. I don't know what it is. Their fron- ship. Um, their fron- <laughs> I assume this is where the friendship really began. And I was actually watching on another YouTube channel, Besties for Cash, er, mm-hmm. and like that, and they said that their friendship wasn't really shown on RuPaul's Drag mm-hmm. Race, but they got a lot closer than people think. Um, Trixie and Katya co-hosted a web series originally on the World of Wonder YouTube channel mm-hmm. called uh, which debuted in March 2016. The show where they talk about whatever they want. Because, because it's their, their show, show and not, not yours. <laughs> um, on August 21st, 2017, it was announced that Katya and Trixie would have their own show on Viceland titled The Trixie and Katya Show, mm-hmm. which premiered on November 15, 2017. Happy birthday to me, because that's my birthday. I think that was clear. <laughs> Happy birthday to me, because you know that's when my I was born. My birthday. <laughs> Um, other projects included a role in the 2018 film Hurricane Bianca 2 from Russia with Hate. <laughs> she also okay. current Bianca. Sorry. She currently co-hosts a podcast called Whimsically Volatile with Craig McNeil. Um, upon the cancellation of the Trixie and Katya show, Katya and Trixie revitalized their web series in the fall of 2018 <laughs> on Wow Presents. Plus, as well as a YouTube. It's- is it while presents or while presents? <laughs> no, because sometimes they sound like presents when they say it, and I can't tell. Also, I always use the word gift instead of presents because I don't know how to spell it. I, I host a spelling bee. It's a, it's a, it's while presents. Okay, well like, sometimes it's it the sounds... company and they're presenting the show. Also, it's sometimes wow, presents. It sometimes sounds no, like I know. I, I just think it's hilarious because I've literally never read it that way. And but I, 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 I like it. I always, wow, present. I always use the word gift because I don't, or currently because I don't know how to spell presents versus presents. It's the same. Or wait, presents. No, there's an A in one of them. Oh God. I don't know. See, see. Now I context also isn't isn't always a clue. How? <laughs> Ooh, what was I doing last night? Were you looking at porn? Uh, no, but I am on incognito mode, but apparently I was searching Burnsville Loch Levant Walgreens. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, Don't let anybody find that out. How do you spell? Okay, so a celebrity will present the prizes. P-R-E-S-E-N-T. Okay. And then present as in gift is A-N-T. I'm going to type in synonyms for gift. Yep, that's, I'm literally clicking gift right now. Oh, it's spelled the same way. That's oh my what god. I oh my god. I was going to wow. say, I feel like. <clears throat> wow. Wow. Have you ever heard my own Wilson impression? It's wow. I was going to say, I think I just did. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday, which is November 15th on my birthday. Happy birthday to me because that was the day I was born because it's my birthday. Okay. Um, it's also on YouTube due to the overall popularity and success of the show. So. <laughs> Just a little bit about the show. Katya's favorite movie is Contact, and her love for it has become a running gag on... Uh, uh, the show we're talking about whatever you want, because it's, it's our, our show, show, not yours. <laughs> One of the episodes, I noticed that so she made a dress uh-huh. out of the cover of Contact. Mm-hmm. I yes. would do that 
I am Katya. Yes. Um, and if you've seen the show, you know they do very interesting intros while announcing who they are, so I wrote some of my own. Oh, okay. I wrote a lot of them. <laughs> and I'm going to do all of them. Okay. And they're not gonna, I'm not going to cut out any of these. All right. Hi, I'm the bloodstain on the mattress you lost your virginity on. your mom had to use to get your dead fish back so it could have a proper burial. Oh my god, <laughs> Marissa! <laughs> this is one of my favorites. Hi, I'm the email chain you never forwarded in the early 2000s because you don't believe in curses, which now has you questioning, is this why I've been single for so long? <laughs> Good one. Hi, I'm the dry cleaner who suspects you've been cheating on your wife because you're constantly bringing in shirts with lipstick stains on the collar. <laughs> Hi, I'm the crusty sock you found under your 13-year-old son's bed that made it impossible to look him in the eye for several weeks. <laughs> There's more. Hi! Hi, I'm the diet pills your four-year-old daughter mistook for candy that sent her to the hospital to get her stomach fucked. <laughs> I would like to reiterate, these are all originals I wrote myself. Oh my god. Hi, I'm the expired can of beans you've had in your pantry for 20 years that you can't quite get yourself to get rid of because it reminds you of your childhood. <laughs> Hi, I'm the bones of your dead ancestors that you use for seances. And this is the last one. Okay. Hi, I'm the negative pregnancy test you keep in your drawer to always remind you to wear a condom. <laughs> so Those, those would... are good. Also... I feel like all of those Katya would have said. Yeah, so I'm exactly. Very happy with that. Yeah, good job. I'm proud that they're all mine. Mine, money. So, money, money. I like to imagine that that's culture going money in the background. Oh, okay. <clears throat> anyway, and now on to some sad stuff. Oh, nope. And hi, hi. Now on to some sad stuff. <laughs> and welcome to uh, the sure, show. We talk about whatever, whatever we, we want. want because it's our, our show, show, not yours. yours. If you couldn't do, guess by now, that's the tagline. Do, 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 do. End pose, end pose, end, end pose. <laughs> In January... Yeah, everybody needs to go watch the show so yeah. they can understand why exactly. this is so funny. Exactly. Uh, in January 2018, he took a hiatus from drag for mental health reasons, and his comedy tour as Katya, Help Me, I'm Dying, was postponed until spring 2019. When he returned to Twitter in March 2018, he announced that the tour would likely be renamed due to his recovery. Uh, on March 20th... The mental health queen. <clears throat> uh, yes. I love take it. some time for yourself. We had to take a hiatus from the podcast for totally. my mental health. Also, yeah. Um, so I'm so Katya. Um, <laughs> on the March 20th episode of his podcast, Whimsically Volatile, McCook described his drag hiatus in detail, saying he had suffered a psychotic break, so me, after relapsing into the use of methamphetamine. Uh, he briefly no. returned to live with his family in Massachusetts before entering a rehabilitation center in Arizona. So Good he's... He now lives in West Hollywood and seems to be okay as they are doing again. Um, so he seems to be back on track. Have you seen the episode where Katya... Seen all of them. Okay. <laughs> Katya tells a joke and Trixie is dying laughing and she goes, I just like you. That makes me so happy because it's so funny because Trixie normally is just like, you're insane, you're insane, you're insane, you're insane. And then that day she's just like, I just like, like you. <laughs> I love it. Um, and then these are some of my favorite Katya quotes. So okay. these are directly from her, not written by me. Okay. <clears throat> they also prove that I am her. Yeah, okay. 
I'm not a dancer per se, but I can move my body in a compelling way. It usually compels people to leave the room. (laughs) (laughs) When in doubt, show them your asshole. Yes. In Russia, death and sex are the same. Cold, wet, dark, and painful. (laughs) In America, talk is cheap. In Colombia, talk is Spanish. (laughs) I'm the visual depiction of untreated mental illness. Uh, yes. My pussy is trending on Craigslist. Yes. <laughs> um, and then this is uh, this is the quote I will end on. This is what I say to you every night. Okay. You know I'm not going to fall asleep until you make out with me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, oh, it's so good. A little bit on Katya Zmolodjikova. Nice, nicely done. Thank you. Um. So that means you've seen the episode where she turns around to Trixie and goes. Get her for a fucking. Yes. Yes. Get her for a fucking. <laughs> and Trixie's like, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's never going to happen. It's never going to work. Um, I love them. Yeah, I love them. So I was excited. Um, that was amazing. She makes me so happy. Everybody needs to go watch. Uh, if you just type in like some U's and some G's and H's. You'll it's find spelled U-N-H-H-H-H. I think I normally just search Trixie and Katya Same. and it pops up as well. Um, Trixie Mattel is the other co-host of that show. Who was also on RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, yes, yes. Also one of my favorite drag queens. And from Wisconsin. Yes. A Midwest moment. I love it. Um, I also love when they talk about how old Katya Katya is. is. And she's not that much older. She was born in 82. I know. So funny. Um. God, that's good. Okay. I love that Katya was goth in high school, mm-hmm. and she like would drink her. She I was this was on an episode. Of, um, she used to drink her own blood, and she was like, it was probably to distract people from the fact that I'm gay, and I just wasn't ready to come out. <laughs> she was like, I was weird. I was so uh, weird. So. so good. Also, on the show, they talk. They like each episode has a different topic, so it's like just the two of them talking about like. Hair, or like uh, crying, crying, or depression, or food, or high school, or MySpace, or yeah. whatever. So it's super fun. It's a good show. And Katya always has those little tiny hands, which I used to have in her hair. She yeah. wears them in her hair a lot. Yeah, and I I had those for a really long time. I'm kind of worried that I might have thrown them away. I hope well, I did. They didn't. were like a fad. Yeah, they were very like, I don't know what year, but yeah, it was my super senior year of college. Our super senior year. I was going to say, I did the same thing. Yeah. I got you. So that's when it came up because that's when I got it for my birthday that year. Did you take a full five years or were you four and a half? Four and a half. Same. An unnecessary half. I just wasn't ready to let go. Mine was an unnecessary half just because I switched majors halfway through and then switched back. Oh. I was a business major for fucking five minutes. <laughs> oh, see, I just, I was like very not in a good place. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I was I in my worst place I ever was. And so I didn't, I wasn't ready for that big of a change. Right. No. You were like, I'm not, I just would like to take more classes. Right. And then I ended up dropping and working full time at the student center. Cute. I love so it. then I graduated in December. I could have graduated that May and saved a shit ton of money. But you know, when you're depressed, you live and you learn. You live and you learn. Yeah. And better now, just like Katya. Mm-hmm. I almost when went to a rehabilitation center. Diagnosed with your mental health. I mean, <clears throat> Uh, for how much they taught us about depression in high school, I didn't know I was depressed mm-hmm. until I was 18. Like, I didn't click. Oh, that's earlier than I thought yeah. I was. I, I, I remember the exact moment I was like, oh, I'm depressed. Yeah. I It was the summer. I think it was, like, the last couple days of school, and we were at the beach with a couple of 
people from high school that I wasn't like that it wasn't super close with but yeah. I like just went I literally just remember sitting on the picnic table being like no one wants me here I am not wanted here like because I was I, like I just like had yeah. that even though I was invited yeah exactly. I was just like nope I uh, nobody wants me Clearly. here and I was like oh my god I'm depressed mm-hmm. and so so did you go get like did you follow up with it immediately like yeah. you went to a doctor good yeah. job yeah no I put it off for oh. a very long time <laughs> yeah no um I won't get into the unsupportiveness of my parents about that because uh, we don't have again don't have time to no. unpack that um but then I was diagnosed with the correct mental illness right before I turned 23 God, or right before process. I turned 24 actually right before so I turned 24 annoying. so but then it's all been uphill mm-hmm. So. I was just curious, I because I mean, I went through all of college, I took a, actually I took a, what was it, I think it was like adolescent psychology or something, and it was like how to see anxiety and depression in children, and that's what the whole class was, and as we were going through it, I remember just sitting there and being like, my childhood makes sense now. <laughs> I was like, I did all of these things, and like, we talked about how anxiety can manifest in different ways as you get older. And I was like, oh, I can kind of track every little, like I used to not be able to order food at like Subway or like things like that. And I would literally not eat. Like if if my parents wouldn't order it for me, I would just sit there. Um, And then I couldn't talk on the phone for the longest time. And I couldn't, like it was little things that were like, as I got older, it would shift to a different thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's actually really, it's really common with kids. And so it was so creepy to like be sitting in that class and be like, oh fuck, I can literally track Mm -hmm. each like section. Yeah. And then, but that was, I think it was, like, my senior year of college, and then I think I started making the appointments for a doctor that was a specialist in mental, like, in anxiety and depression. I think that was my senior year. I made seven appointments and canceled each one of them. I remember you saying that. Before before. I would go. That's probably normal. They probably expect that. I literally, I walked in, and this beautiful, beautiful woman, her name is Dr. Sarah Polly. She worked at the, the clinic on campus. She was like a tiny angel. I loved her so much. She was literally like five feet tall. And she walked in and she goes, I wasn't sure if I'd ever actually see you. She was like, I saw your name so many times. And I literally was like, thank you. And then, but she was very sweet. And I I had a whole list of things that were like triggers that I was like, oh my God, you were prepared at least. Yeah, I literally was like, here are my things that make me freak out. And like, as I'm reading, I'm just sobbing. And she's like, you don't, it's okay. She's like, you can stop reading that. And I was like, thank you. And then this list is a trigger. Yeah, and I was like, this list is making it worse. And then she was so sweet. And we figured out that we, we treated my anxiety first. And then like, as over time, we realized that they, my anxiety was kind of just a sign of like my depression, like a side effect. Yeah, they're usually of my depression. Two and, like together. Yeah. I would say I wasn't an anxious child. I was an angry child. I was weirdly too, and like I, we don't know why. Like I had a great childhood. Yeah, I didn't. It made I know. sense. I'm not trying to rub it in <laughs> for you. But I had like, the best childhood. Why was I angry? And it's like, well, let me tell you about neglect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. So then, uh, once I finally was like on drugs and stuff, I did so much better in school. I was like talking mm. in class and like participating in shit, and it was yeah. like it was so frustrating because I was like, I have a year. Lo- I could have done you could like, killed it yeah so much college. better she could have graduated with honors fuck yeah i only graduated with honors because i started taking my boyfriend's adderall yeah and it was the only thing that put me in a positive enough mood to actually study so but up. we don't have time to unpack <laughs> that so actually the, the title of this episode might be we, we don't, don't have time, time to unpack <laughs> that <laughs> 
No, it's that's not fucked up. I really, I really want to put my kids, if I have kids, when I have kids, whatever. They're going into therapy immediately. Like immediately. I really want to just be like, this is a person you can talk to. That's not me. But also, I'm dad. also supportive, though. Oh, you yeah, can still talk to me. Know. You can still talk to me, but if you need someone else, here's this lady. She's very yeah. nice. I want to okay. adopt, so I want to get them into therapy, like, ASAP, so they yeah. can understand, like, it's not that you weren't what I wanted. You can't just, like, adopt a kid and not understand that that's going to fuck them up. Yeah. Like, even if you adopt them as an infant. Especially Again, I'm not you, a parent, and I've never adopted, no. but I'm still an expert. <laughs> Especially if you adopted and then um, adopted another kid and then, you know, had your first biological kid as mm-hmm. the baby, the girl. Mm-hmm. No judgment but no all judgment try not to fuck up your kids (laughs) right yeah you should be conscious of trying not to fuck up your kids and yeah it's you're gonna fuck them up again we're not parents we don't know no but like i'm not even an aunt i am but it doesn't make me even remotely close to you have more experience with children than i do but and that's totally fine Mm -hmm. i'm not their biggest fans (laughs) i love kids i just i like i am still a kid i like babies because yeah. they don't talk once they start talking i'm no, like I, love, I don't know i love when they're like old enough to understand sarcasm or no when they're old enough to like you can be sarcastic at them but they don't understand what's happening i love that oh i love I, I don't know what to say to kids because usually they're like just talk to them like they're adults but they're usually like fucking up and like i'm like you're i'm not your parent i can't discipline you but you're one time the only time i did was when i was dating my ex and he always left me alone with the kids even though he knew fucking hated kids I liked most of Whose them. Whose children were these? His, His cousins. Oh, okay. No. I was like, he had children. No, 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 no. Oh, God. That would have... Wow, what a twist. I was like, I've um, never heard of this. No. Um, he always left me cousins. alone with his baby cousins. But they were so young, he was more of their uncle. Yeah. Um, And this one girl that wasn't... She was she was trying to take toys away from my favorite one. Okay. And <laughs> she wasn't she wasn't part of the family. She's a family friend. And I was like, Georgia, no one's gonna want to be your friend if yes. you keep doing that. And then she like <laughs> and then she stopped and I was like, oh my god, I hope nobody heard me say that. Oh my god. Because it's like it's a technique. <laughs> I don't have the authority. Oh, it's true. Yeah. I'm I don't have the authority to like punish your child. So I, I and usually when kids are around me, they're they're fucking up. Or like So you apparently are just around bad kids. Yeah. But also like, I mean, Sarah. Sarah's niece is very cute and she kept jumping off the step like and was like watch what I can do and I was like that's I don't know what to say to you because I'm not impressed (laughs) but I kept I kept being like that's really cool but then she kept doing it I'm like when is she gonna stop because I don't know what to say like I don't know I'm should I make you stop doing that because you're gonna hurt yourself or like you just redirect so you say come over here let's do this other thing yeah whatever and then she wanted to pet my dog and then I got anxious Okay, so yeah, maybe we just don't have you around kids yeah. for a while. <laughs> I don't think I'd be. A, I don't think I'd be a good mom. I. I mean, who knows? Not everyone's meant to be a mom. I'm not saying that you're not. Oh, but we I'm all just we saying, all know I'm not. I, you could. I don't have the motherly instinct. I just think it's so funny because am I not impressed? Well, <laughs> am I supposed to act impressed that right. you can jump off this step? And it just yes, got annoying are. after a couple times, and so I was just like, stop. Sorry, Sarah, but you're, you're fine. Boring me. <laughs> no, I just I was like I don't want to do this right now. Right. I don't want to watch you jump up. But it always I feel a little bit better every time I think about um, Jill. She told me a story about when Molly was little. She always wanted to play hide the spoon, mm-hmm. and Joan gets yeah. so annoyed. And I'm yeah. like, okay, that makes me feel better because Jill's a really like is a good mom. And if she can get if she gets annoyed of her children, well, yeah. I mean, kids do stupid stuff. You just have to be like, yeah, that's funny. Let's keep doing it because if they're having fun, they're having fun. I would not hide that. I would sit on the spoon and like <laughs> lay on the couch and be like, yeah, find the spoon, and then be like, oh, I'm gonna watch TV. Take a little nap. <laughs> Take a little nap. So. Um. 
No. But we don't have time to unpack that. We don't, we don't need to talk about that. So I'm going to talk about this squeaky table. <laughs> oh, is that a gangster that robs banks? Yes. Why does he rob banks? I don't know. Oh, I just liked that you gave him a... <laughs> Uh, an occupation. Yeah, like a, what is it called? It's not an M.O. Is it your M.O.? Do you rob a bank a lot? Uh, yeah, I mean, you good old, we call him Squeaky Table because he's not very inconspicuous. <laughs> and we can always see him coming <laughs> like a Squeaky Table. Today, I'm going to talk about Blaita Rexa. What? I knew you were going to because yeah. of the Snapchat you sent. Um... That actually was before I had decided I was doing her. That was just, she just posted today on her Instagram. Tell him. It made me so sad. She just posted and said that, because she finally got a Grammy nomination for uh, her and Florida Georgia Line song, uh, what is it, Let It Be? Meant to be. Meant to be, Let It Be by the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, meant to be. Uh, so she and her team reached out to a bunch of designers in Hollywood and then nobody said they wanted to dress her because she's too big. She's Which a size is just six eight. Yeah, that's my size. I literally was like, "Cool, that's not my size." <laughs> that's so that's rude. so dumb. You don't want to dress me because I'm too big. They wouldn't dress me either. Also, like, have you seen a picture of Bibi Rexa lately? Like, she's, she's stunning, and there's no, there's no. She wears like beautiful guy. Like, what an idiot to turn that down. I know. God, the, it, people. I'm sure they've designed for people that are bigger. I literally... Um, than a 6'8". Yeah. There's been people... I'm going to find photographic evidence that designers have made gowns for people. <laughs> well... If you're, so if you're an old woman, you can get a gown made for you because you're distinguished. But if you're young and thick, you can't. This is a gown she wore on New Year's Eve. Like, it's stunning. Dude, and like screenshot that because we'll post it on the, sh the episode or the website. Well, fuck Instagram. The website. <laughs> Instagram.com slash tell us more podcasts. Um, what it is. Okay, so, oh yeah. So if you haven't noticed, we're talking about BB Rexa. Uh, she was born on August 30th in 1989 in Brooklyn, New York. Her father, Flamur Rexa, is Albanian, born in Debar when it was part of Yugoslavia. I have no idea what Yugoslavians talk, or like sound like, what the accent would be, so yeah. I don't know how to properly say these names, but I'm trying. Okay. So I think his name is Flamur, F-L-A-M-U-R, Flamur. Uh, I like it. It sounds cool. Uh, anyway, so he was born in Debar when it was part of Yugoslavia. He emigrated to the U.S. at age 21 and met Bukariji Rexa, which is her mom. Bukariji. I don't know. I'm, her Instagram name is like Mama Rexa or something. Oh, cute. <laughs> I love it. Um, so she was born in the U.S., but she has Albanian family roots in Gostivar, which is now part of the Republic of Macedonia. My They're favorite country. Albanian roots. Your favorite country? Macedonia? It is now. Tell us about it. I forgot it existed. <laughs> I just like the way it sounds. Alright. Uh, in the Albanian language, blete means bee. Like the bumblebee. Um, and people started calling blete bb for short, which is why she now goes by bb Rexa. Rexa and her family moved to Staten Island when she was about six. Rexa played the trumpet and taught herself to play guitar and piano. So Ooh. I really just wanted to break out with a trumpet solo. Yes, but you like, played the clarinet. I did, yeah. 
But I also can't sing, and I'm not an international pop star. Oh. Otherwise, I totally That's would, the only thing that didn't sing. Otherwise, I totally would play the clarinet at a concert. Lizzo plays her flute all the time. I fucking love that. I adore it. She plays, like, what does she call it? It's, like, twerking flute. Like, she twerks while she plays the flute. Have you is ever there, seen these videos? Is there a specific genre? <laughs> she calls it something. Well, and then also, uh, Ron Burgundy, Will Ferrell, in, Ron, in full Ron Burgundy, Played his Yaz flute for her and challenged her to a flute off. Also, Ron Swanson. Yep, that's what I meant. No, not Ron Swanson. In the Parks and Rec. Yeah. Yeah, he plays the flute. He has an alter he ego. He also plays Fuck. the flute? No. No, he doesn't. He plays That's I what like, I... No. I thought we were just talking about instruments in general. No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we're moving on. Uh, she attended Tottenville High School, where she participated in a variety of musicals, as well as choir. Rexalis, Coldplay, The Cranberries, Lauren Hill, Alanis Morissette, and Kanye as musical influences. Fuck yeah, Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Uh, as a cheat, name an Alanis Morissette song. You, 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 I don't know. <laughs> and also ironic. <laughs> <coughs> that was kind of amazing. I really just expected you to say ironic, and then you broke out into this other song, but I'm proud of you. Yeah. Are you just like a huge Alanis Morissette fan, and you accuse people of not liking her as much No, I literally you? was just curious, because you got excited I about you. Alanis Morissette out of this I bet you will. I bet this girl only knows ironic. Breaks that other song. You've impressed me. <laughs> You've impressed me. Yeah, that's what it was. Also, she just seems like a badass. But the oh, attitude. That? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That's why. Doesn't she also sing that? Who sings that? I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a sinner. Mm. I'm a saint. <laughs> I do not feel the same. Or whatever the words are. Is that also a uh, I don't know. No, oh, Meredith Brooks. Oh, who's I'm a bitch. Uh, the woman that sang that song. No, I know. I'm a <laughs> was she a one-hit wonder? I think so. Okay. I don't fucking know her. I don't know her. Uh, what did we just... Okay, Alanis. As a teen, uh, BB submitted a song to be performed at the National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences annual Grammy Day. Rexa earned the Best Teen Songwriter Award, beating around 700 other entrants, and as a result, she was signed with talent scout Samantha Cox, who encouraged Rexa to enroll in songwriting classes while in Manhattan. In 2010, Rexa met Fall Out Boy's bassist Pete Wentz. I had no idea about this, by the way, Ooh. which is just a fun, like, when your favorite band shows up in a story. Yes. Or, like, when Jeezy showed up at the Halsey concert. Yes. I just love when artists are friends. Uh, anyway, so she met Pete Wentz, with whom she began working at the recording studio in New York City. I think, th I'm pretty sure this was during Fall Out Boy's, um, mm -hmm. hiatus that they were on. Oh. Because Pete, uh, Pete then was starting up a project band called The Black Cards, of which BB became a member and lead vocalist with Wentz on Wow, I didn't know any of that. I didn't either. <clears throat> the band played a variety of live shows and released several singles and remixes, but in 2012, January 2012, Wentz announced that BB was leaving to pursue a solo career. Um, he then did, like, kind of scratch everything and restarted the band, but I don't think it ever Is it went Fall anywhere. Out Boy? No. <laughs> No, I don't think it ever went anywhere, and then eventually Fall Out Boy came back together, so he was probably like, all right, this has been fun, goodbye. It's, or is it, um, stable it girl? I don't know. Stable it girl? 
is that the new band that <laughs> just just promoted is stable it girl <laughs> like she's the it girl but also she's stable as opposed to mentally unhealthy <laughs> i was trying to find the opposite of fallout boy oh my god <laughs> Fall it, girl. <laughs> no, it was stable. Oh, stable. <laughs> Shit. Stable That's it, kind girl. Of amazing. My, hey, maybe that'll be the title of my EP? Netflix special. Oh, okay. Stable it, girl. Yeah. She's stable. Or she's, she's an girl, it girl, but she's, she's also stable. mentally stable. <laughs> I'd have to earn that one. Yeah. Oh, are you the stable? Yeah, it's my stable Netflix special. <laughs> I know I thought you were just naming it after a joke, but you are her. Got it. Yeah. You got it. Yep. You will be the staple it girl. Just gotta stop dating. Also, the more I say it, the more it sounds like staple it girl. Yeah. Staple it girl. I work at Office Max. And and you're the staple it girl. Mm-hmm. It's like a Red Bull girl, but staples. I I, instead of going to college campuses mm-hmm. with a backpack full of Red Bull... I will go to offices with a stapler. Yeah. And look hot. Because you are. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's what the Red Bull girls do. Plenty little Plenty office Plenty violence grand ball. Yeah, and you'll walk it like a prance in there. Plenty. And skirt. Fun right. fact. Uh-huh. <clears throat> you can't do that if you're um, college sells not the Red Bull brand. So, like... You can't do what? <laughs> Pass out Red Bulls at a college campus. I thought you meant walk into an office looking sexy with a stapler. <laughs> and I was like... can't do that either. What? Um, no, so when I worked at the student center at UW-Stout... Oh, my God. Okay, here's why I was so confused. We both work for online colleges. So, oh. in my head, I was like... My school doesn't sell any kind, like, what school, how are you promoting these things? But I guess you also do have, like, campuses, so maybe I could get their college. Yeah, so, Where no, we went yeah. to college, got it. Okay. Yeah, in the wow. student center, we Ooh. sold, uh, like, Mountain Dew, what is that, is that Coke products is with Mountain Dew? Or no, Pepsi, Pepsi is, is Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. So we sold Pepsi, we had a contract with Pepsi, and Gross. Pepsi makes Monster, so we were not... They had to leave because they couldn't pass out Red Bull on our the Pepsi territory because wow. conflict of contractual interest. Lawyered. Taking away. They were taking away business from Pepsi Corp. Interesting. So they had we to leave. Had, we had a Coke contract. So that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Because Red Bull girls came to our school. Mm-hmm. As did the Westboro Baptist mm-hmm. Church. Same. Oh, motherfuckers. This one uh, gay guy from my freshman year floor, he laid outside in short shorts and tanned in front of them because it yeah. was in the summer. A couple of people, I mean, they came to our shit every year. Um, it was, like, always around the time that we were having, like, a drag festival or, like, a drag show. Mm. Um, and so they would, like, pick it outside the union or whatever. But um, two, multiple years in a row, I lived near there so I would have to like walk by it to get to class and I literally the amount of times I saw gay people kissing or gay people just hanging out or like playing Britney Spears and dancing around them as I was like as I would walk by to go to class I'd be like you guys are cool good job like (laughs) good job you guys fight it fight the man um oh my god have you seen them you've just reminded me about my records um yes I finally did watch it and also 
Has anybody ever been excited about the Westboro Baptist Church showing up? Uh, the Republicans? Hmm. No, I don't know. That was a generalization. Sorry. That was my sincere apology. Okay, I burped into the mic, so there's that. Yep. Anyway, yeah, I watched Empire Records. Gonna be brutally honest, didn't love it. Damn the man, save the Empire. Well, that's unfortunate, because we can no longer be friends. Oh, yikes. You can have that Blu-ray copy. Okay. Well, I don't need it. I already have one, but... Okay. Well, have an extra one. Um, it makes me really sad, actually, but we're never going to talk about it again. Hey, Sarah, um, are you paying attention to the Bite Squad? Okay. Just wondering... Just a query. All right. Uh, all right. Back on track. <clears throat> Baby Rexa. Uh, oh. Yep. 2013, Rexa signed to Warner Brothers Records as a solo artist. She had begun writing several songs for other singers, including Nikki Williams' Glowing and Selena Gomez's Like a Champion. Her most notable songwriting effort of 2013 was Eminem and Rihanna's The Monster. Oh, she wrote that? Yeah. No idea. Uh, which was released as a fourth single from Eminem's album, The Marshall Mathers LP2. And the song went to the top of the charts for the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Nice. Thank you. Uh, where was I? Oh, top. The song went to the top of the charts for the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and Billboard's Hot R&B hip-hop songs and won a Grammy for the best rap song performance at the 57th Annual Grammy Awards Ceremony. That same year, BB also wrote and was featured on Cash Cash's single, Take Me Home. I don't remember Cash Cash's song, Selena Gomez's, or Nicki Williams. Me either. But I believe them. I don't know who half of those people are. You don't know who Selena Gomez is? No, I said half. Of course I know who Selena Gomez Cash, is. Cash? Don't know who that is. Oh, they're like a scene band. See, I thought it would have I thought it was a rapper, female rapper. Ooh, that's a good name. Um, okay, anyways, on March 21st, 2014, BB released her debut single, I Can't Stop Drinking About You. The song peaked at number 22 on Billboard's Hot Heat Seekers chart. The music video was released on August 12th, 2014. The video was inspired by imagery from films such as Girl Interrupted, which yes, I thought you would appreciate. I love that movie. Um, and Melancholia, which I never saw. In November 2014, Rexa was featured on rapper Pitbull's song This Is Not a Drill, and in September 2014, she was picked as Elvis Duran's Artist of the Month and was featured on NBC's Today Show with Kathy Lee Grifford and Hoda Kosky. It's spelled K-O-T-V. This isn't about her. Oh, yeah, no, it's not. Uh, she performed her live single, I Can't Stop Drinking About You, on the Tay Show. In December 2014, Rexa released two more singles, I'm Gonna Show You Crazy and Gone. On May 12th, 2015, she released her debut EP, I Don't Wanna Grow Up, through Warner Brothers Records. She also co-wrote and was featured on David Guetta. She also co-wrote and was featured on David Guetta's single, Hey Mama, Alongside Nicki Minaj and Afrojack. I love that song. I forgot yeah, about that Yeah, I forgot song. about that song. Um, the song peaked at number eight on the Billboard Hot 100 and received 1.1 million downloads as of June 2015. The song did not originally credit Rexa, despite the fact that she sings the chorus and is featured on the background vocals. Eventually, in June 2015, she was given credit for her work. Fuck, yeah. I know, I love that. In January 2015, Rexa co-wrote and was featured on G-Eazy's Me, Myself, and I, the song peaked at number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 and at number one on the Billboard Pop Songs. 
The song was originally titled I Don't Need Anything and was intended as a song for Rexa herself. Instead, she brought the song idea to G-Eazy and was featured during the chorus, which I had no idea about. And I was like, hey, hey that's that. awesome. I love that song. And G-Eazy. Yeah, I like G-Eazy. I don't like him as much knowing that he cheated on Halsey, but yeah, I'm not no, shocked. That, exactly. I'm not shocked either. I love him, but he doesn't deserve us. No, he really doesn't. Um... Do, 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 do. Oh, Rexa met Nicki Minaj's manager, G. Robertson, and asked if Nicki would contribute to a new song. And then in March 2016, Rexa released her single called No Broken Hearts featuring Nicki Minaj. In April 2016, the music video was released, directed by Dave Meyer, and the video accumulated over 240 million views on YouTube. That's also a great song. No broken hearts in the club, more drinks, pour it up. You know were you song? supposed to have an accent when you were doing that? She does. That's how she sings it. Kind of. Uh, I don't know what accent it was, but that's how she sings it. Okay. No, bro. That's just how she sounds. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, I no. Maybe okay. it's Albanian. <laughs> I have no idea. Even though wasn't she born here? Yeah. Yeah. But her parents? I don't know. Mm. Her dad, at least, was born in... Not in the U.S. Well, he's got that going for Wherever I said. July 29th, 2016, Rexa and Dutch DJ and producer Martin Garrix released their single In the Name of Love. Peaked at number 24 on the Hot 100. Basically, she's killing it every time she releases a new single. Um, she per- hosted and performed at the MTV Europe Music Awards in Rotterdam, Netherlands. She released in 2016, I Got You, and both... No Broken Hearts and I Got You were originally intended for the All Your Fault album. And then they ended up... Oh, Direction changed from a full studio album to a multi-EP project. And No Broken Hearts was scrapped, making I Got You the first and only single from that album. In March 2017, she began her first solo headlining tour, promoting the EP across Northern Europe, named All Your Fault Tour, with a total of 29 dates. In May 2017, BB Rexa The Ride aired on MTV, a documentary which explores the moments that changed Rexa's life and journey to stardom. She worked with Louis Tomlinson in July of 2017 for Back to You, the song peaked at number 40. I also love that song. The Way I Are, Dance with Somebody featuring Lil Wayne was released as a first single from All Your Fault Part 2. Um... On October 24th, 2017, Meant to Be was released as the second single with the music video premiering a day earlier. Oh, they premiered the... I, the music have, video before the song? I might have wrote that wrong. Oh, hey, I don't know. That's a move. They either did that or I wrote that wrong. Um, if they <laughs> did do that, that's cool. Feel free to fact check us yeah. at tellusmorepodcast tell yeah. at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Let me know. I may have just made some shit up. Uh, the song peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100, and as of November 17th, 2018, has spent 50 weeks at number one in the Hot Country Songs chart, breaking the record for most weeks atop the chart, previously held by Body Like a Back Road by Sam Hunt. So she I broke that record. I hate that song. I used to love it, and then I hated it very quickly. I hate it. Body like, like a, a background. I hate all country. <laughs> I hate all country. I just I don't, love. I don't hate all country, but that song got old really quickly. I like folky stuff. Yeah. But I don't like. Yeah. This, you know what this guy is really. Like this guy is really cute. <laughs> That's a great country song. It goes. This guy's really cute. Is that an actual one? Or are you down wearing my boots? No, it's a real song. <laughs> I wouldn't fucking put it past anybody to make that. 
No, it's not a real song. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, we broke that. <laughs> she broke, literally half of the facts I have on here are like this other song that she released also reached number one on the Hot One. So she's, she's just a champion. She just writes great songs. Right. On April thirteenth, twenty eighteen, Ferrari and Two Souls on Fire, the latter of which features Quavo of Migos, were released as promotional singles along with the pre-order of her new CD. Have you heard Two Souls on Fire? Mm-mm. It's really good. I like that song a lot. Uh, I'm a Mess was released as the first single from the album. And then Rex's musical style has switched with each album. She has been labeled a pop artist, but she has been labeled a pop artist. Rex's musical style has switched with each album, but she has been labeled a pop artist. Her songs span a wide range of genres, including hip-hop, trap, alternative rock, EDM, uh-huh. R&B, country. I know when I was watching this I was, or reading this, I was like, I would like to know what song is qualified as trap. Yeah. Is that because she has a song with Quavo of the Migos? Aren't Migos considered trap music? Like their old stuff? Mm, no? I don't, I don't know. know the history. I don't feel confident labeling. When performing R&B, so she's mainly influenced by Lauren Hill, who she calls the queen of R&B. But then again, she is also influenced by other artists such as Madonna, Blondie, Alanis, and Bob Marley. <laughs> Uh, Rexa is a vocal supporter of the LGBTQ plus community and has described her own sexuality as fluid, yeah. which means I have a chance. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you could bang the, a woman like, that looks like you. I was going to say, I'd be like, that have would sex be with you. myself. It's yeah. my ideal day. <laughs> oh, she's been the opening act for Nick Jonas, Ellie Goulding, Bruno Mars, and Katy Perry uh, in 2015, 16, 18, and 18, respectively. And then... A quote from her that I liked was, you get to a point where you're like, I'm just doing me, and if people don't like it, then it is what it is. Yeah. And that's Baby Rexa. Also, a man in Vegas told me I looked like her. Yes. And I've become obsessed ever since. Well, and it's true. We'll do it all, my favorite side-by-side that I'm pretty sure I created of you and her. But which one? I don't know. I feel like I sent it to you a while ago. Like but... a text or a Snapchat? Oh, probably. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I just know there was one specific picture. It was like, damn. Damn, you look like Bibi Rexa. Except he said, Bebe. Bebe. Because I don't remember. Are you Bebe? I thought you were Bebe Rexa. I was British at the beginning of that. I thought you were Bebe Rexa. I thought you were Bebe Rexa. Oh, gross. Hey, oi, I thought you were Bebe Rexa. Oi. The cockney Oi. Oi! I thought I just I thought you were baby Rexa. I literally only want to get people's attention from now on. Like, Oi! <laughs> I thought you were baby Rexa versus Oi! I I, I thought oh, I thought you was baby Rexa. <laughs> oh my god! Just the chimney sweep inside. The chimney sweep is gonna get ash all over my floor. Who invited this chimney sweep to my party? <laughs> Guys, this is really sad. Who invented this who invited this 1800s chimney sweep to my party? Are you a stripper? I'm confused. A nine-year-old covered in soot. Ew. And now on to Marissa's story. We Woo! recorded this correctly. Oh. Is this the end or is this not the end? This is the end. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, thank you. Oh! Rate 
and subscribe. We are, well, obviously, you know what you're listening to, uh, what your platform you're listening to this on, but if you want a different platform, we're on the iTunes Apple Podcast app. We are on Stitcher. We are on SoundCloud. Please subscribe. Also, rate five stars. Leave a comment. Follow us on Instagram. That's Tell Us More Podcast. Um, we just really appreciate it. So. Email us if you have comments, questions, yeah. or concerns. At tellusmorepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Sweet. Goodbye. Uh, bye. <laughs>